Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geekery Radio Hour episode 69. Oh my god. This is... Nice. It's nice. It is just nice. <laughs> nice. That's it's episode 69. Nice. Nice. Is the name of the episode. <laughs> um, so this, Kaylin, I pitched you earlier today. We've been hanging out for a little while today. Right yes. Now, right? Yeah. I pitched you today that this is the beginning of season three. Yeah, it has to be. Our seasons are arbitrary, and mm-hmm. it's a new year, new us, new radio hour, season three. It just, whenever whenever the year is up, that's our season, and we're just going to have to live with it. However many eps came out is however many eps came out. Yeah, we did season two, and that's it. Yeah. Season two is done. We ended it um, for Christmas, so there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been back since. <laughs> I, and then on top of that, like, I know, like, the Christmas... Uh, episode that went up, episode 68. Like, yeah. Some people haven't been able to listen to it because it's not loading right. Oh. <sighs> cool. Season three. <laughs> We're here to provide you some new Geekery Radio Hour content. Hell um, yeah. All right, let's start as ever. Kaylin, how are you? So well. <laughs> so well. What's up? How have you been? Um, I'm okay. I just got back from Florida. Cool, cool. You know this because know you this. picked me up from the airport. I did. Yeah. That uh-huh. was a long period of time being in the car. Yeah. Had to pick you up from Philadelphia airport, drop you off in Manahawkin, and come back up. Do you want to talk about why? Why what? Why you owed me this one? Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> when we went away in July, Kaylin had to come get us at... Oh, God. What? What originally was supposed to be midnight. 11 o'clock, then midnight, like then that. 1, then like... What What time did you end up getting us? Was it like 2 o'clock? Probably like one thirty-two. Yeah. And keep in mind, it was like a Monday night. <laughs> I had just watched your dog all week. Uh-huh. And I had to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did not once bitch. And I would never bitch. Because it was the 4th of July, the Sunday, right? And then Monday yes. was the 5th. So, like, you had Monday off as, like, the 4th of July observed office day day off kind essentially of thing, right? yes yeah, yeah. but <laughs> i um we don't observe in my office uh. i had to go in so <laughs> that was fun um and but i didn't complain and i would never complain mm-hmm. because y'all do a lot for me it's back and forth we we do stuff for each other because we're nice friends because yeah, we love and care about each other exactly so i drove to philadelphia for an indeterminate <laughs> period of time because you kept getting delayed. Del- You're like, I'm still sitting on the tarmac. It yes. says I'm going to be in at 5.30, but we'll Yeah, see. so I got delayed at like 5.30, uh-huh. whereas y'all were delayed into oh the next day, essentially. Yeah, I know. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible, but listen, we all made it through it. That's flying under COVID restrictions. That's what that is, man. I think they that's just said, it now. They said, well... For ours, it was the plane took off later from wherever it was coming from uh-huh. because the air traffic over Sarasota and Tampa was just too dense. There's uh-huh. just too many fucking planes, which like, I don't know how you don't have a plan for that day. Kaylin, when I tell you that I like know of multiple people that are like were in florida while you were there were in florida the week after you went were in, are in florida now it's yes nuts. it is nuts yes that like jersey's in florida right now y'all yeah like, we're going <laughs> back and forth jersey is in florida <laughs> yeah so that's what they said and then like the second i don't know 
It was just crazy. Yeah. I was just sitting at this stupid cafe bar, which I was very happy that a spot opened up because it had a outlet. Yeah, that's so, like the holy grail. Oh of my the god! As I found an outlet that's open. Yeah, and it like it was like a little market area, so I got like a fucking water and a banana, mm-hmm. and I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna stare <laughs> at the gate because the gate the was time like change and everything. Oh like, my! I couldn't even see our bars. board, uh-huh. but I was like, as soon as somebody starts lining up, I'll just line up. Did and you I'm ever like, see? <laughs> do you ever see that Nicole Byer thing where Nicole Byer was flying on a plane? And she, I think it was Delta. It's oh. part of her, like, stand-up now. But she was getting... Excuse me. That's a John... That's a f- infamous John Delaney. John Delaney. John Mulaney mm-hmm. stand-up. Yeah. Because it's Delta Airlines and life's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> you never heard that one? No. Oh, my God. Sorry. So she's flying Delta. I'm, I'm almost certain that it's Delta. And they... You know how, like, they give you... She was in whatever they call, like, the nicer area of the plane anymore now. I don't know. First class, business, whatever. Like, I don't know. So, we're poor slops in, a, in economy. Yeah. Economy. They They're in, me. like, business class. Yeah. Yeah. So she was up in the fancies, and they give you, like, blankets. So she got a blanket, and it came pre-bagged and wrapped in, like, a package. Yeah. And there was a piece of human shit in it when she opened the blanket. Oh, and Jesus there's Christ. Human okay. poop in it. Like, a big piece of poop. And then, like, Delta, like, really, like, was slow to, like, correct anything. You've never heard of this? No. You have to look it up later. It's hilarious. I will absolutely do that. That is horrifying. I can't imagine finding poop in that. And it's in a bag that, like... Do you think that they were delayed on, like, saying something? Because they were like, what the fuck do we say? How did this happen? Yeah. Because the bag is meant to say, like, this has been sanitized for the next person to use. And then, even going back even even further... How was there a fucking turd? Who knows? Who pooped in their blanket and wrapped it up? I don't know. And then had it in that business class. Cleaned? In business class. In business class. You this would you would expect that. Flying. You would expect that from economy. Yeah. But business class. No. No. So okay, this is the Geekery Radio Hour. It's episode sixty nine. <laughs> um, if you Dev. haven't listened to the Geekery Radio Hour before. Why what? do you always reintroduce us? I'm resetting. You know that this podcast is about everything and nothing all at once. <laughs> there is no so, structure. Okay, we've discussed and we're going to take a pledge to talk more about some comics. Wait. Where we can. I, I don't remember agreeing to I talked to, to you about pledge. this in the, in the car before. You never said the word pledge. We read a book, a new issue, and I said we should talk about this. We should try to do it each episode if we can. Next is going to be, what, a fucking blood oath about it? You took a blood oath also. <laughs> we both cut I our hands diagonally. And we touched on hands. my period. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Ew. Okay. Um, Excuse me. It is human nature. Caitlin, it is not gross. It is beautiful. So, <laughs> we went and we had sushi earlier today. And, oh, my God. Uh, we went to a local place, Ginkaku, and picked up a big old bag of sushi. I'm not going to name names here, but somebody... Somebody ordered $35 worth of sushi. <laughs> it was less. Yeah. She's want to do that. I'm like, um, bro. <laughs> so we we go to pick it up. And we're standing in like the little waiting area. And the one woman said, oh, you could take a seat. And we look. And where they have offered seats are like, you know, three maskless dudes like sitting behind a fence. Just like. And I'm like. Yeah. Waiting for their fucking DoorDash order. Not trying to sit with these people who are Full just... man spread. Yes, the man spread, the, mm-hmm. whole, the whole nine. So we're like, we're fine. We're just going to stand here. Mm-hmm. So then we look across the bar, and there's like an old movie playing. 
So we're trying to figure out, like, what the movie is. I thought it was, like, White Christmas at first, but I'm like, it's too late to be and that's White what, Christmas. And that's what Doug means as old. Like, we're talking, like... <laughs> of the 50s. There's 50s, 11 yeah. actors in Hollywood at this time yeah. that get just thrown into rotation of movies. And we were... We, first, we were confused about who the, the main woman was. Mm-hmm. We thought either Catherine Hepburn... Joan Crawford, or an older Judy Garland. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like those three could just be interchangeable. They're like, pale-face brunettes. Nothing is happening in this movie. It's just, a, like, a couple of women sitting around, like, an office with filing cabinets. They literally go through this office door, like, 30 times. Yes. Yeah. People keep entering and exiting the scene, but it's always the same people, it felt like. And same doors. Yes. So... And I'm like, I pull out IMDb, and I'm like, I'm just, gonna, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is Joan Crawford. Can we just I'm say scrolling through? In every single scene, they're popping champagne. Yes, it's very confusing what this movie was we're supposed there to be this about. Movie for all of two and a half to five minutes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So then the woman comes by again, and she's like, "You guys can take a seat over there." And Kalen's like, "No, we're good. We're gonna stand right here." Mm-hmm. And then she goes, "But if you could do me a favor, do you know what movie's playing on that TV?" Because <laughs> we're like scrolling through IMDb trying to guess. We decided it was Joan Crawford, which yeah. it really, from afar, did look like that. Mind you, we do have, I should say that Doug's and I's eyesight is, is shit. We both like, definitely need glasses <laughs> for distance. Yeah. <laughs> so we, and we had our glasses, but they were on our heads because we, we were wearing masks. Yeah. So we decided it was Joan Crawford. And I'm Googling things like Joan Crawford, red coat, champagne, filing room. So she says to the girl, she's like, um... Do you know what movie's playing on that TV? And the girl's like, no, I'm sorry. And Kaylin's like, well, is it like... Cable. Is it just cable? And she goes, I think it's cable. And Kaylin's like, well, could you hit the info button on the remote (laughs) and see what it says? And she goes, okay. Like, she's fully game for whatever nonsense you're bringing. And we see her walk over to the counter. She has the remote. Now she hits the button. And she hits info. And we both try to squint at it. (laughs) We have our glasses on our head. By the time we put our glasses on our eyes... It's gone. The bar is gone, and it it's no gone. longer says what movie it was. So then she hits it again, and we, we had time And I'm enough. like, Doug, Doug, because from where I was standing, there was like some sort of plant in the way, too. I oh, couldn't okay. really see it from an angle, and you're taller than me. Yeah. So I'm like, Doug, Doug, it's back up. So he puts his glasses on, and it, he you thought it was uh, dress. dress set. Yeah. So then dress I'm looking set. through the IMDb, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not seeing a Joan Crawford movie called Dress Set. Mind you, at this point, this woman has brought on another employee <laughs> to figure out what this is. And I'm like, God damn it. This has gone way too far. So now she she runs over, and she hands Kaylin a post-it note that says, Desk Set. Desk Set. 1957. 1957. <laughs> so we figured it out. I That's like top ten nonsense things that you've ever done i love that it just like would have been one of those things like where we wouldn't have figured it out and it would have bothered me like anytime i was googling nothing similar was coming up and it oh yeah just, it would have just irked the shit out of me not to know uh-huh oh it wasn't Am joe gonna... crawford also oh <laughs> it was however Catherine Catherine hepburn so like i feel like we were in the the right vicinity party. yeah but yeah, it was wild. Mind you, also when she was mind you, mind you, <laughs> mind you, she actually said she said, I said, uh, do you know what movie that is? And she's like, no. 
And then she said in between, like, asking, like, mm-hmm. if I asked if it was cable or not, she was like, what What did you want to watch? <laughs> like, we were, really? <laughs> like, we were going to be there for, like... like you're like, I don't know, could you put the game on? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just said, could you put the game on? And if I said that, she'd have been like, what game? And I'd be like, the one. The on, <laughs> Whatever no. one we're doing right now. What do you mean you don't know what game? Um, okay. So, uh... Wait, Doug, before we break... How are you? So well. <gasps> I'm doing so well. No. You so, know you know what so well actually means, right? Oh, it's like not good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was not good. Kind of. So well is my answer when I don't want anyone to ask me. I like don't care enough to Full give an stop, answer. No yeah, further. I'm just like, so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to explain. I don't want to tell you how I'm doing. I don't care to know how you're doing. I'm just so well. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that it was that bleak. Our first song is Billy Goodbye by Franz Ferdinand. I only know the one. Take me now. Thank you. 
And that was Billy Goodbye by Franz Ferdinand. Okay, Caitlin. Okay, Doug. So, this week, the brand new She-Hulk comic came out. She-Hulk number mm-hmm. one by Rainbow Roel, Rogue Antonio, and Rico Renzi. Sure. This cover by Jen Bartel is it's incredible. This rules. Hmm. Whoa, that much? Shoulder shrug. That shrug. I said shoulder shrug. Shoulder shrug. So <laughs> That's how little I care about okay, it. Okay, what did you think of this book? Give me your first impressions. Okay. Okay, hang on. No, 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 no. Let's start here. What do you know about She-Hulk? She-Hulk is literally just the female version. Is she related to fucking okay. so, somehow? From what I know mm-hmm. of She-Hulk, I've read a couple She-Hulk books, but She-Hulk essentially was created because the um, NBC show The Hulk was mm-hmm. so successful. Yes. And so were TV shows like The um, the Bionic Woman and The Six Million Dollar Man. Uh-huh. So NBC, Marvel was worried NBC was going to try to make a female version of The Hulk because The Hulk was so successful. Oh. To kind of mirror the success of The Bionic Woman and The Six Million Dollar Man. Got that there'd it. be two shows about like, you know. Yeah, so they would create dip. a female version of The Hulk to have another show. Mm-hmm. So before NBC, NBC Universal could do that, Marvel wanted to get ahead of it because they only owned the rights to the Hulk. So okay. if Marvel made their own She-Hulk, then Universal could not do it. And therefore, they would have there. to, if they wanted to, they would have to buy the rights to that character from Marvel. Uh-huh. So Marvel had Stanley, and I don't whole, remember like, exactly race who. Space thing. It is a fucking space race. So they raced to put out an issue of a book that they called Savage She-Hulk Number One. That issue came out, and then they didn't do anything with She-Hulk for a little while after that. Because but all they needed they didn't to need do to, was to copyright it. Exactly. All they had to do was have it on the paper. This is the She-Hulk. This is her relation to, to Bruce Banner. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Whatever. So, She-Hulk, I will read you the... Did you... When you opened this book, did you read this nope. first page at all? Do you, okay. Do I look like somebody that does that? The first page sets it all up for you. The first page. You ready? Jennifer Walters was a shy attorney. Good at her job... And quiet in her life. When she was gunned down by criminals, a gamma-irradiated blood transfusion from her cousin, Dr. Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Incredible Hulk, didn't just give her a second chance at life, but also super strength and bulletproof green skin. See, I knew they were related. And unbelievably gorgeous hair. (laughs) She is the sensational She-Hulk. Alright. Then... There's still more, sorry. Oh, God. To then, okay, so that boils down who She-Hulk is, right? Yes. So now, to catch you up, to be able to read this issue, basically, okay. previously, she's been a, she's been in the Fantastic Four, she's been an Avenger, she had the powers of a Celestial, but all that's over. Mm-hmm. So now what? Besides the whole Celestial part, she does go over that stuff anyway. Yeah. Not in, like, There's light way. exposition, she it's nothing she... too wordy. Wish she still had, or she still had the keys to a, f- a fantastic car, and mm-hmm. I don't know something about the Avengers. So, like, I gathered she was in it without reading that bullshit. So, okay, but wait, you're going too far ahead. I'm not I'm going s- far at all. I haven't gotten Literally, past the first page. It's open, and mm-hmm. I want to reclose it. Okay, because I want to talk about the front. It's closed. Okay, what's wrong with the front? front? So, let me see real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get eyes on it. So, when you guys see this, if you guys do pick it up or do go into the shop to look Mm -hmm. at it, it is just a green, very fit woman in Mm -hmm. a leotard. Mm -hmm. It is giving me very 80s um, aerobics Mm -hmm. vibes, but still beautiful woman. Now, when Hulk hulks out, he hulks out into a monster. That's the thing about the She-Hulk. 
is yeah. she doesn't in the past she all she all that happened was her skin turned green. Mm-hmm. She gained great strength. She got a little bit taller and stuff. Sure, but there there was no change. There is no there hadn't been any monster like she was in control of okay. everything. That was okay. But again, mm-hmm. even even with that, even if we're going, if she's not going full monster, mm-hmm. this is still really unhealthy for women or and or little girls. Uh huh. This like perfect big bosomed body, but she's just fucking green. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to talk about. I can. Cover. So when okay. you show me that cover, I'm like, so okay. When I read this book, okay, this is really interesting to me because I haven't read a She-Hulk book in a little while. Mm. I read some of Charles Shul- Charles Soule's run maybe five or six years ago at this okay. point. He kind of did another reinvention of the She-Hulk. She was getting back to being a lawyer. She had an office in this ridiculous building where the building was her with a law office, Howard the Duck with a private investigator's office, and Patsy Walker with another office like as the Hellcat. See, it was this fun. kind of fun, like if you read all three of those books, you would maybe see them in the background of each other. Yeah. And it was like this wacky little like slice see, of like kind of kooky Marvel. This is where I like to exist, is kooky Marvel. That's fun. So this... This issue is very much, you can already tell, a way to try to set up that they're going to be doing a She-Hulk TV show. Mm -hmm. Tatiana Maslany is already slated to play She-Hulk in this show. And I've been curious from the jump. right? Yeah, Orphan Black. Orphan Black. I've been curious from the jump, like, oh, are they just going to paint her green for the whole series or not? Mm -hmm. But it looks like when this opens, She-Hulk is presenting herself as a normal, like, woman. Yes. She's kind of meek. They make mention to her being mousy at one point and stuff. Yes. And then as you progress through this story, like, this is fully spoilers at this point, right? Like, we're just Oh, well, yeah. This had just came out yesterday. It's one issue. It's not like, you know, we're not really, I don't think, breaking ground on anything crazy. Honestly, anything you're going to talk about in here is not really going to be anything new from what you just read. She bumps into an old... um, Nemesis. Nemesis of hers. Which, what was her name again? I kind of liked her. is Mary... McFerrin, Titania is her, like, that was her, like, villain name. Yes. Titania is going to be played in the She-Hulk show by Jamila Jamil. Weird. Yes. Okay. So this show is already going to be right. Yeah. Right? Okay. So they kind of end up fighting, and then they kind of, I think, really don't realize what they're fighting over, other than the fact that they both like sparring with one another. They just kind of miss the thrill, she says. Yeah, so they kind of make an, uh, an oath to just frequently spar with one another and never like they call guess, it fight go club. far too go too far or yeah. send one of them to prison yes so they make a pact to have a fight club then it looks like jen manages to find her way to a new office job where she's going to be working before you even Bo go to there i want to go back again okay because the um fuck what is her real name she old real name jen walters jen walters she, before even running into this uh, Titania woman, she's, like, racking her brain and thinking that her life hasn't, like, met the standards that she she thought it would by yeah. now. Yeah. And when they're amid fighting, she says, doesn't Titania have a husband and mm-hmm. a house? And she's like, we rent. And yeah. She's like, oh, well, at least that's something. The thing that bothers me about that is that, like, like just because she doesn't have a husband uh-huh. and the right job, yeah, like, 
she doesn't understand why she wants to fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shouldn't you just be happy? Uh-huh. Because apparently that's all that Jen wants. Yeah. She wants, like... A husband and a career. Uh-huh. Seems dated. It is a little dated. But, like, okay, I understand your problems that you have with this, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I stepped back from it that I really appreciated something from this. And I think and that then, there is a good message at the very end. I okay. really do. And then we're going to go through where she, like, basically assumes she has nothing, mm-hmm. but come to find out she has a lot. So, yeah, so she moves on. She gets a job at this law office. That's, like, kind of two pages. I don't even really think. Mm-hmm. feel like that's too worth mentioning because nothing even happens I like there. that they mentioned about the new boss that she was, like, once Miss Utah or something. Yeah. And now she's, like, an attorney. Why? Oh, you have a lot of, like... Why mention it? Yeah. No, you're right. Who cares? That is a weird, like... Huh. Okay. Keep going. I'm going to so tear to shreds. She takes a trip to meet her friend <laughs> Janet Van Dyne. The Wasp, who um, puts her up with, I guess, an apartment that she once shared with Janet. Former lovers? No, Janet Van Dyne is um, the Wasp. wasp. (laughs) But she she at one point describes her as, was my everything, is my everything? Former everything, former everything, current everything, an icon. I don't know what she means by that. Yeah, I was confused by that. Hmm. And then, like, they have, like, a lingering kiss before she goes. Yeah, they do like, and, and she does like kind of like a both yous. cheeks kind of thing. I think that they're just friends. Jen, I don't think has ever shown, and I don't think Janet either, of being queer. Okay. Either of them. I don't know for a fact. Yeah. I don't quote me on that. But, um, Janet Van Dyne, I've never really read much with the Wasp other than like little things here and there. Like, in the House of M arc of, mm-hmm. um, that big event, that was kind of like a little bit of WandaVision took inspiration from that. Yeah. There's a, one of the things that sets Wanda off is Wanda's had her memory erased, and Janet says something about how she's happy she doesn't have children, and then she says, oh, I forgot you have kids, and then she goes, oh my god, I forgot you don't have kids, because, like, her kids were taken away from her, yes. and her mind was wiped of that, so, like, Janet slips up and okay. stuff, so I've never, I've only ever seen Janet, like, in a book, not a book about Janet, Like, really. just featured yeah like kind randomly. of these like yeah where it's so much of a large team anyway mm-hmm. that she's just a moving part in a story whatever okay so she presents janet presents jen with this apartment that apparently she once lived in anyway mm-hmm. and some of her things may still be there so then you see jen still in her normal like look presenting like a human woman we'll mm-hmm. say right wandering this room she finds her closet of her old belongings and when she puts on one of her old hats, she then turns back into being green and the She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. This actually is kind of beautiful. Wait, hold on. Go ahead. Because i got to rip it up a Go little ahead. bit. Go ahead. So, this goes back to what I was saying about Jen claiming to really not have anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then her friend literally gives her this, like, beautiful apartment f- rent-free for however long she wants Even it. Even so much as mentions like, hey, you look like you are down on bad times. And she says, there's mad money in the cookie jar. And, and cookies, cookies in, in the, the cabinet. cabinet. Like, yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're so, right. like, claim she has nothing, but, like, essentially, clearly, maybe not of her own means mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment, but she's not living a She has friends life. and family with love to take care, to help her. Exactly. It's not that she has nothing. Yes. And then furthermore, Mm -hmm. they talk about how 
Jen Jo said they don't really make clothes in her size. Mm -hmm. And then that's when... um, Janet. Janet says that some of her old things are still here. Yeah. And it's that classic, like, might as well be pulled from fucking Sex in the City. She opens up and a walk-in like closet, and it's all these fucking clothes, and she's like, <laughs> This is a full-ass walk-in closet. Like, this yep. is more clothes that she forgot she had than I own currently. She, like, there's more... there's a joke in the beginning of the book where she says she has to take off her one suit... Her one suit that she owns. That yeah. she owns. Okay, but... Like, and then also has to fight her in her underwear... Bro, come on. I really liked this of it, though. Okay. Like, the her finally feeling comfortable enough to present as the as She-Hulk. Okay. She-Hulk is how she's always supposed to look, this green skin. I've never mm-hmm. known her to be able to present as, like, just a normal human woman. Yeah. Before. And I think that, that has to do something with these things that they claim that happened, that she was a celestial, she was, you know, like, whatever mm-hmm. happened previously to this book starting, mm-hmm. you know, must be how she became human presenting. Yeah. So... I think her and Titania kind of talk about it a little bit in the beginning, too, about her... Well, even in the lawyer the mentions it, the lawyer's like, oh, I'm getting mousy, you, that's it? And she's like, yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so my guess is, whatever work was done to this character to make her have the ability to present as, like, a human woman is likely a way to fix any problems they should have in the TV show, so that... Tatiana Maslany can walk around like a normal person and not painted and not have to be painted green the whole time, right? Like that. Honestly, that has to be why they did that. Probably because She Hulk for the last forty years or however long she's existed has just always been green. Yeah, (laughs) until she turned gray recently. Like, but you know what I mean. Like she's always Mm -hmm. been like a fully Hulk colored. Cannot camouflage herself. Yeah. Yes. To stick out like. Yes, that's her. Her one obstacle is that she's a great lawyer, but. She's also this huge green woman. That's, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'm not going to give away. I guess we'll we'll hold the I'd big like reveal on see, the last page. I'd like to see what they would do with the um, TV show, though. Because besides, and just like that, I wouldn't imagine anything to do with superheroes or, like, mm-hmm. women and strength and stuff like that would revolve around such, like, archaic things like her closet and... Not yeah, like a man, and you know what I mean. Like, I, I think they would make her a little bit more independent and realistic. I would hope show. so too. With especially the having Tatiana Maslany and Jamila Jamil mm-hmm. being your stars of the show, exactly. Like the two of them, both are like very vocal champions of like equity, equality, not oh, like yeah. you know tropey bullshit. Like they're exactly. both like you know. The first thing that comes to my mind with Jamila Jamel is is her attack on the Kardashians, which I find hilarious. Uh-huh. She had like a thing, God, what was it like three years ago, where she was just like, mm, "They're garbage." Talking they're about horrible. like all the like diet teas and candies yes. that they try to peddle and like everything her like that. Shitting her pants, <laughs> yeah, which I could appreciate. She's very much about um, body positivity and yeah. There you go. Mental health and all this sort of stuff. Just being realistic about yeah. things. Yeah. And not yeah, not setting like shitty standards for yourself. Impossible standards. Impossible standards. Yeah. 
All right, Kaylin. Well, I really like <laughs> She-Hulk, number one. I did. Doug said, Doug said when I first got here, he said, I can't wait to hear what you think about She-Hulk. And I said, I think you're going to be disappointed. I'm not disappointed. I really, I think that I got what I wanted out of this conversation, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. Who would have thought that 22 pages would have sparked, I, we've been going off on this for about, you know, 20 minutes just yeah. now. And it's like, that's really kind of cool. You didn't know much about this character, and, like, I literally do not expect you to be, like, oh, what happened in issue two? You I'm know what I mean? I'm curious, like, though. I'm curious about the, um, the writer and the, uh, artist. Are they both male, or are they... Rainbow Roel is a female. She, um, writes YA fiction. Mm-hmm. She's a novelist. Okay. Primarily. Most recently, she wrote um, The Runaways for about 35 issues, one of the longest-running runs on The Runaways. Okay. And that, again, was, we'll say, a task, I'm going to assume, either presented to her or that she Mm -hmm. asked to undertake to help bring characters that had been out of the shadows for a while back into the forefront to help promote a television series. Okay. That's the best thing that I can assume is that that show came, that comic series came out just so happened around the time that the TV show came out. Yeah. So it's like to try to bring new audience or fresh eyes to some characters that hadn't been given the spotlight for a little while. Understood. You know? I would like to think... If she wrote The Runaways, because I, I don't think... She wrote a run on The Runaways that I did not read, but my brother, a hardcore Runaways fan, yeah. every week when we got the new issue, he mm-hmm. had to stop what we were doing so he could read it. Yeah. He loved it that much. So it must have been... It must Some have been good. Been. I mean... I would like to think that they're setting her up in such a uh, stereotypical way to maybe build her up in different ways. Uh-huh. I don't know. I wouldn't say count this one out. Mm-hmm. I would just say, I hope it goes in a better direction. Yeah. Like, only up from here? It kind For of me, would have to. I also don't feel like this first issue is really about anything. I know. It wasn't about anything. But it was about so much. Yeah. There's a lot of um, context. It was... For me, at least. I thought it was really short for a Marvel first issue, also. Would you ever think of those things, honestly? What do you mean? The, like, points that I brought up. Um, I don't necessarily think that I would have thought of all of them, and I appreciate that point of view. Yeah. Because that's what... I'm just always curious to see if, like, men understand mm-hmm. what, like, stuff like that puts out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, certain things. Yeah. Like, what, how that could be, um, um, interpreted. Yeah. By, like, young readers, Mm -hmm. more specifically young girls. Yeah, that it projects this shit onto people who are reading it. Mm -hmm. You're right. And you're wrong. And you're male. And that's it. And we should go to song two. (laughs) Alright, song number two is Take Me Back by Jack White.
behind my back When you drop a mail off to me and make a for coffee Are you taking it black? Are you taking me back? Take Me Back by Jack White. Hey, Doug. Hey, Cameron. What's going on at the shop? We have a lot of good stuff out this week. Yeah? I feel like Marvel and DC are really putting out like some heavy hitters lately. Mm-hmm. This Daredevil run that's happened from Chip Zdarsky is having a really cool event called Devil's Reign that I've been doing yeah. a lot of. Batman right now, there's this big week. Weeks long. I know we have a big hard on for Chip Zdarsky. I love Chip Zdarsky. I get that. Um, So there's this big Batman event that's happening in Detective Comics because they're about to hit 1,050 issues, which is insane. What? So there's been this weekly event that's running. It's going to be 15 issues long. And it's got a whole bunch of different writers in it. I haven't checked it out myself, but it's, like, getting a lot of buzz, and it sounds pretty cool. This might sound really stupid, but, like, do they put out more books in the winter because it's, like, you have more time to read in the winter? Like, is that a thing? I would think so. I understand up here, like, we get, it's cold. I would like to sit inside Mm -hmm. and read a book more than anything else. But, like, California and Florida and Texas that, like, are still pretty warm, does Mm -hmm. it matter? I will tell you that what you said about here is absolutely correct. Oh, cool. Last week, when it was going to rain, when it was going to snow on Friday, mm-hmm. we had the busiest Wednesday and Thursday. Like, we like, were insane. You like, you could tell there were folks, like, literally building stacks of, like, I might not be able to get out, so I'm going to make sure uh-huh. I have good stuff to keep me in, you know? That's so cool, though. Yeah. And I mean, that's all I want to do is, like, pile up against a 
big paddle books and like some coffee and just like like in the chill corner out. of your couch yeah. with a comfy blanket, uh-huh. your Lego blanket. <laughs> and my did, big I, old Lego did I call you out? I love that blanket. That blanket rules. It's so cool. I love all my Lego stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That like it definitely feels like that might be part of the idea. Usually around now it is a little quiet because everybody's kind mm-hmm. of. Nobody buying out. Outside, like, no yeah. one wants to buy things <laughs> after yeah. the holidays, you know? Like, like they don't want to come into Cruise. They just want to, like, get in on Wednesdays, get yeah. what they need. So if they see a snowstorm in their forecast, yeah. then they'll head in for extra Pick up an omnibus. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had a lot of good stuff, surprisingly, lately come in that, uh, from all the publishers, this past week, mm-hmm. last week, however you want to word it, whatever. What? The third issue of What's the Furthest Place from Here came out, and I have the issues for you to read because I want to talk to you on the next episode of the Radio okay. Hour about that book. We read, um, no, we didn't we read. We didn't. This is the book that I've been talking to you about. Yes. Where, like, I... um, it's going to come with the albums and everything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I was confusing them with, uh, we only see them when they're dead. Yes. There's the way too many books with names. titles like this. Yeah. Something is Killing the Children. Atlantis mm-hmm. Wasn't Built for Tourists. There's we like, talk about this all the time, but uh, every time you say the book name, I'm like, we read that. Uh-huh. And then I was like, no. No, not we yet. Didn't read, we didn't read that. So I, I do have those for you cool. to read because it's such a good book. Yeah. When everybody comes in the store and they're like, what, what are you reading? What's good? And I'm like, I literally like just shove it in their bag. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> You'll love it. And that like feedback? You text me. You Not text me. Before... Yes, everybody honestly has been digging it, which Very I love. Cool. I'm so excited by that, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think we were just sitting before, and you're like, oh, what are we all? We're all on our phones now? And it was that the creator, as a reminder that it's on final order cutoff this week, send the issue that's on final order cutoff. So oh. I'm an issue ahead. I have issue four now so waiting in my phone for me. Fun. So I'm like, I literally, I crave these Itching. moments when he sends the next issue. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do as soon as we're done with this episode. You're going to read? I thought we were playing video games. We are going to play video games. Anyway, back to shop news. Uh, 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 oh, so, okay. We haven't had an episode since we did this. Yeah. Um, it's been Book a Club got bumped because COVID is a surgeon. Yeah. So we had to cancel our New Year's Eve book club where we were going to read Pretty Deadly by Emma Rios and Kelly Sue DeConnick. Mm-hmm. And postpone it now to January 28th. And even that, I think we should just say tentative. I think it's a good chance that we'll have it, and I yeah. think it's okay. Yeah. I think we're going to have to do, like, forgo snacks. Yeah. Probably, and just, like... Bring your own drinks. Yeah. Obviously mask up, like we always do. Yeah. Keep it a little Maybe bit... Maybe just put, like, hand sanny. Maybe we'll meet the in, the, the in the main room. How would There's, we do that? Because you could sprinkle chairs, I think, around a little bit easier in there than in the in the back room. I feel like we kind of get all kind of squidged on top of each Why other. Why don't we just see how many people are gonna come, mm-hmm. and then maybe make that? Because I feel like we. Why don't you tell me what we should do? I think this is a really good idea, Doug. I've been waiting tell me for what you. We should do. I've been waiting for you to let me run your life for years, uh-huh. and I think we should wait. You know how I can tell that an episode of the of radio is almost over because we're getting snipping. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're going to fight. Definitely. That's how we end every episode, right? We end the episode and then we beat the shit out of each other. That's how you end a We have our own fight club. Uh-huh. I'm Titania. Doug is fucking bullshit. Bullshit hook. Bullshit hook. <laughs> bullshit I cannot believe hook. how much you really didn't like that book. You wouldn't get it. Can I... Get an I, amen. I what? Amen. I think I want to... 
present you issue one of Charles Soule's run and see how you like that. How do you like that, Kim? <laughs> the way I just said that. Should that be a segment? <laughs> how do you like that, Kim? How do you like that? Yeah, I, I really am curious to see if you like a different run introduction to her. You know? Better. I'd be willing to try it. And I mean, that is a real challenge, too, because you think... You, you would think that the female character being written by a woman... That's not would always be better. the case. Like, you know, you'd hope, I guess. No, that's not... I, I should write a list of how many fucking, for instances... Charles like, Soule's approach is interesting. Write female characters so wrong. So, okay. I, I had like, mentioned... Like, female write female characters somehow still from the male gaze. I don't know how that, <laughs> how that works, but that happens. Well, Charles's run is interesting because he has a law background. So that's kind of cool oh. that they have someone who's going to write her as... I also have a law background. <laughs> okay. But I worked... This is a bit lofty. I worked in a court reporting firm. <laughs> Were you a that's stenographer? God, no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. So what, what did you do? I just scheduled. You scheduled, okay. So your law experience is scheduled. But this is like, but this is like how people watch Grey's Anatomy and they think Mm. they know medical (laughs) stuff. Like I just dealt with a shit ton of attorneys, and now I'm like, I get the jargon. It's whatever. Uh huh. So you you just have your own. I could like totally represent myself in court. So yeah, it's like. Like how Will if I, I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy, I could be like, I could probably use defibrillators on someone. <laughs> probably, probably. I couldn't find my drink. Okay, um, let's go play Mario Party. Yeah. This episode, this podcast <laughs> is based out of a comic book shop called The Geekery, located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I have been at Dumble Stiltskin. And we thank you for listening to the season three premiere episode of The Geekery 69. Radio, Radio Hour. Episode what? Episode 69. Nice. nice. <laughs>